Alright boys, episode 11. Episode 11. Hi Joe. Don't spoil the ending. <laughs> My name's Joe. <laughs> hi Joe, I'm Sam. And I'm Nick. And hi, I'm John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, if you weren't aware from that great introduction, uh, Joe's not with us this week. Our our permanent host is uh, having to have a week off. No, I feel like we should have a, a couple of seconds of silence. Eh? Yeah, <laughs> just remembering Joe, but uh, don't don't tune out. Don't talk to me, you know, don't turn off. Stay with us. Uh, a three-man pod this week. Johnall can't make it either. I know it's the, the, the entire "Don't Spoil the Ending" crew's going. Right. I yeah. just about made it. So I know, yeah. yeah. Hashtag uh, Hasht- save Deesty. Yeah. Hashtag <laughs> save Deesty. Yeah. <laughs> See if we can get that trending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just the three of us this week. Uh, not got much to talk about with the really this week though. We've got a few films, a couple of TV shows. Yep. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll just crack on and see how it goes. Are you, are you guys okay with that? I'm good with that. Yeah. Great stuff. So uh, have you been up to anything interesting this week? Uh, just about all I've watched is a lot of suits. Um, rewatching that. Um, I think they're up to season seven or eight now. I'm watching ah, right, five yeah. at the moment, just recapping and moving on to. I've kind of given it a, a couple of years break, really, but I love it. I know it's been on for a while, suits. And yeah. uh, that and white collar, I've always wanted to give a go, but never, never got around. I to watched it. white collar when it first came. I watched the first couple of seasons. I, I really enjoyed that, you know. It's, uh, I can't think is of his it, name now, the it, guy from Magic Mike, uh, do you yeah, know who I mean? I know you're on about, yeah. Matt Bomer, that's it, Matt Bomer. Yeah. <laughs> um, is, is, is that supposed to be similar to Suits? Or? I don't think so, I think it's the name of the show. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, like, I, the white collar with I was going to say, if like, if I, if I like that, I'd probably like Suits them, but apparently not. <laughs> what, what is Suits actually about? Suits is, um, basically, um, Mike is a, a kind of a, a bit of a, He's a brainiac, but he just doesn't really use it. And then one day he kind of stumbles into this sort of law um, or lawyer uh, interview because um, he's running away from someone. He just bursts into this room. And uh, <laughs> sort of like, because he, he, he can take in anything that he reads and everything like that, he, photographic memory kind of thing. Oh, right. um, he, in, he does the interview. And sort of like it really impresses in the interview and ends up getting the job, <laughs> and it kind of runs on from there. But obviously, he doesn't have he's not passed the bar and all those kind of things. But it's it's an absolute cracking show. I absolutely love it. Sounds a bit like uh, Catch Me If You Can or something when DiCaprio's like pretending Almost, to be yeah. a lawyer or something. Yeah, you know, Almost like that way. Side to it. Um, it's really funny as as well. It's not just sort of. Um, I mean, it's, it just so it sways from funny to serious and sort of sorry. It's really good. <laughs> so he gets a job as a lawyer, um, like. Without having any experience in law, <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Like the guy, <clears throat> basically, the, the guy that interviews him is like the big shot kind of like lawyer, yeah, at the firm, and uh, he kind of rem- it seems like he reminds him of himself and kind of like that kind of vibe to it. So that's his um, way into it, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not it's not a million miles away from White Collar, that right? I've not seen White Collar. Like in White Collar, well, it is. It's not like one mile away but it's, it's not a million miles away <laughs> um, like on, on that it's um a guy that um like he's like a criminal like he's, he's known for like robbing i think he's like he robs stuff and he's just really good at it okay. um i thought was he like a con man or something that's it he's a con man yeah. sorry um and basically the police bring him in as like a um consult yeah um, okay. um kind of thing and he just gets a job as a policeman in the end <laughs> so so it's like I say, it's not a million miles away because no, because no. he's he's quite like um outspoken he's, he's quite uh, a big character kind okay. of thing um 
So it, it doesn't sound that million that far away from it. Like no, no, no. So. And you know what else that does sound like? Catch me if you can. <laughs> like well, there you go. Gets drafted in to help the uh, the FBI out, you know, because he's got the inside knowledge of yeah. being a con man and stuff. Yeah. There you I'm go. Also, thinking about that, definitely check both of those out then, because I love Catch Me If You Can. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, cool. Before we get on to anything I've watched this week, I just want to mention a bit of a complaint I've had today. Uh, been into work this morning, getting breakfast paid for as a little treat, a little incentive. And uh, a local place, I won't name, well, the Dalton, the Dalton. The Dalton. <laughs> uh, name him. A, a local place, uh, got my order totally wrong, ordered bacon and egg on a, on a bin lid bar, ended up with beans and tomatoes. So disappointed. I feel like you might have to, any Southerners listening to this might not know what a bin lid balm is. Ah, uh, maybe not. <coughs> what do they think of balm? Do they call it balm? Balms, oh, I don't know. The or rolls? Do they, call it balm? do they just call it rolls? Balm cake, is that? Yeah, roll. Balm cake's very Northern as well. Yeah. Like, like further those. It's basically a big, a big roll. <laughs> a big <laughs> Pretty bump. much. A roll, but like three times the size of your normal roll. Yeah. Yeah. So right. I was really looking forward to it. I was like, massive big roll, yeah. full of bacon and scrambled egg. And it came and it was full of beans and tomato instead. So, <laughs> fuming. So, uh, but that's not the first time they've let us down, Nick. You, well, you've ordered in the past. A couple of weeks ago, we ordered off our own back. This was our own money as yeah, well. We were paying for that. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> um, I, I ordered um, sausage, egg, cheese, mushrooms, like I always get. <laughs> and, um, and and they didn't give me the mushroom, which is the main bit for me, by the way. The mushrooms is my that's main. That's what you really wanted. That's, that's the one you're really craving, Nick. And they didn't put the mushrooms on it. And they put bacon on instead. And, yeah. and people are probably listening, oh, what's wrong with that? <laughs> I'm not a biggest fan of bacon, so. Yeah, you're not a bacon fan, are you? So, disappointing, to say the least. Yeah. Customer service straight out the window. Last week, when we the last time we ordered as well, we got a bit of lip from the woman, woman delivering the food. <laughs> Why do we keep going back to them? <laughs> but, but Dalton, if you want to sponsor us, I mean, we will take back all of everything yeah. we just said and then we'll, we'll accept the free meals. Yeah, if you want us to stop talking shit about it, we'll give <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I just wanted to mention that before. You know, I uh, might take to Twitter later on. I don't know if they're on Twitter or not, but if they are, yeah. they're going down. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I've, uh, I've watched a couple of things this week. Uh, not really played much. Don't know about you guys, but... No. Not been on me PlayStation. For my, I know I know. Uh, Killing Floors, now free on the PlayStation. Now, <coughs> yeah, I, I wanted right. to get on that, but I've not, not given it a chance yet. I'm dying to give that a try. Killing Floor 2, it's meant to be a bit like uh, Left 4 Dead. Have you heard of that in a minute at all? Yeah, but, yeah, Left 4 uh, This one's a six-player online co-op shooter. Okay. But, like, reviews for it are amazing and stuff, and it's free at the moment on PlayStation Plus. So, uh, dying to give that a try at some point. The only other game I have actually played is Tekken 7, which is Joe's baby. He, he's, a, he's platinumed it, I believe, this week. Uh, in, in a week's time, he's <laughs> he platinumed really? the game, yeah. Wow. So I'll, I'll go into that in depth when he's back next week. But uh, just to say, I, I'm loving the game. It's really good fun. I'm loving Akuma from Street Fighter 2. He's, he's my boy on that game. He's my favourite character. Basically because it's like playing Street Fighter 2 when you're Akuma. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the same moves and everything as that. So oh, yeah. I, I'm familiar with that. But it barely works online. I think Joe's not an issue with me saying this, but I just can't get a game online at the moment. It's, just, yeah. it's broken online, uh, which I'm fuming about because that's all I play fighters for, just is online that, competition. Is that going to be the amount of people trying it because it's a new game, or is it? Just... I think it's like the net. Is it net code? Is that what they call it? I, I think it's the know. actual internet connection thing set up itself. It's just broken for connecting. Is that, games is that on Tekken side or Sony's? I think it's Tekken, personally. Right. But they've been like a Namco game. They're not known for their online no, servers and everything, yeah. you know what I mean? A bit like we mentioned before, Konomi. Yeah. With uh, Pro Evil Soccer. 
They yeah. had these issues back in the 2000s where they just couldn't get it working online no. because Konami just don't know what they're doing. <laughs> you know, with that side of things, like at EA, they've got to compete and throw money at people to sort out servers and what have you. Yeah. Konami just don't know that. And I feel like Namco were the same kind of thing. Hopefully they will sort it. Loving the game, but for now, pretty much can't play it online. So can't take on Joe yet. Just yeah. have to wait another couple of weeks before <laughs> we <laughs> can take him on. I mean, I've seen a couple of uh, cool gifs of uh, Tekken popping up around the internet. Oh, really? Yeah, look, like, like the, uh, the 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 hitboxes are amazing. Like, like it's it's like porn. Watching, watching, <laughs> watching, watching, like the the legs just swing over someone's head by like an inch. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, really enjoying that. Have you, you got anything, Nick? You want to move on to or? Uh, I mean, I've only, I mean, have you finished? I've, no, I've got a few other things to oh, go through. Carry yeah. on with you, I'll, I'll come carry next. On then. Uh, I've been watching a TV show as well this week, uh, The Leftovers. Mentioned it, I think last week, was yeah. it? Yeah. I've been binging that, burnt through season one. It starts off quite slow, but when it, it really builds towards an awesome finale, by the end of that season, there's like a religious cult that just causing mayhem. And like the actual drama from the people's lives who were involved with the the mass like exodus thing that happened, yeah, it's fantastic. A little, I burned through season one in a couple of days. I'm halfway through series two now, which follows the same characters, but they've actually changed the location uh, because of what happens to series one. The main characters just need to get out of there and change town, kind of thing. Okay. So they go to a new place in Texas, and it, it really it really works. It really like uh, like flips the script, kind of thing. It feels like. It's, Feels like the, th the same show, but a totally different, you know, uh, kind of drive to it. Yeah, yeah. it's freshened it up, kind of. Yeah, and the big, the big appeal of the place they've gone to in the series two, they call it Miracle, I think, and it's because it's the one place in the US where nobody, uh, nobody vanished on the on the day of the vanishing, oh, yeah. kind of thing. So it's, it's known as Miracle because nobody disappeared from that place, and that's kind of like the hook to them going there. Okay, but obviously things don't totally work out, you know, as you'd imagine, kind of thing, but. Loving that. Uh, Justin Theroux, the main guy in it, is amazing. Uh, seen, barely seen him in anything else apart from Mulholland Drive. But in relation to Louis? You know what? I think he might be. Oh, really? I, genuinely, because his, his dad was like a writer or something. I, I vaguely remember reading on Louis Theroux's sort of like IMDb that he does have brothers. That are yeah, like a distant cousin or yeah. something, maybe. Oh, yeah, right, maybe. Because okay. I'm sure his dad was like a journalist or a, a writer or something. So like the whole it, family's yeah. quite... His brother was in a band, maybe, I, think, <clears throat> I remember as well. So art, yeah. art, artistic kind of family. Like, yeah, into the arts, aren't they, kind of thing. So it wouldn't surprise me if he's like a third cousin, you know, twice Ooh. related or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just stealing the Faroo name. <laughs> and he does look a bit like him, I suppose. Like I've seen Justin right. through, like they're not a million miles away kind of thing. So, yeah, I've been loving that. Uh, one of the, one, the other big thing I've watched this week, really, is a, a documentary. Uh, I, put, I put on our WhatsApp group the other night asking for documentaries to watch. And Joe got back to us with one called The Keepers, which yep. you guys are going to get into in a minute, I believe. I've, I've, I've watched the first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. same first episode. episode. I've not watched any of that yet, but instead of watching that, I went on to this one called uh, I Am Heath Ledger. Have you heard of I, I, I started watching it, yeah. Oh, did you? I did start oh, watching it, yeah. I didn't know that. Be, be, before, before last week's show, I was watching it before you lot turned up, actually. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> yeah, uh, watched that this week. I really enjoyed it. It's a really entertaining documentary. Not particularly well made, you know what I mean? Like, not, not the best directed, not the best, you know, uh, scripted documentary, but 
it's just entertaining because of the subject matter. Yeah. Heath Ledger's yeah, life and stuff. It's just a fascinating watch kind of thing. Definitely agree. Yeah. You get to see a lot of like Heath Ledger's home videos in there. Did he, did he get to that part at all? Where... Well, they're, fr- <coughs> they're throughout, aren't they? Really, his home videos. Yeah. Like, um, I've seen I've seen one where he's just like going around the house pretending he was doing. Like he's on some mission or something. Yeah, like he's yeah. on a mission. He's on a mission, mission it. like, yeah. yeah. It's really entertaining. Like, yeah, I, I loved it. Uh, it feels to me like a bit of a Kurt Cobain vibe to it. Uh, have you seen. Cobain, Kurt Cobain montage of Heck at all? Uh, no. A documentary. That's, that's the one that was like last year or the year before? The year before, I think, yeah. Uh, I watched that one where it's got like all his family members and stuff being interviewed, mm. isn't it? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's all about how they found a lot of his old like work that he did. Just montages and stuff and like audio tapes that he made just on, on the fly. Yeah. This feels a bit like that where they're just finding his home videos and it, you know it's just him like dicking around making home videos and stuff. <laughs> And it feels to me a bit like Kurt Cobain, and that he just he constantly has to create stuff, you know. Even when he's not in a not not off making a film, he's just at home making shitty little home videos. Like well, that. last year, like he, he <coughs> wouldn't leave to go just round the corner without his camera, would he? Yeah, he'd take and, it and, like, him, like, he seemed to like. And one bit, his best friend was like, "Oh, like, um, we're going out, kind of thing." He's like, "Oh yeah, don't forget to have the camera rolling." It's like, what, what are you going to catch going dust up the road? I was doing this one watching these documentaries. I watched like the Oasis documentary and it was like so much of their like back has like the, it seemed to be like each of their sort of like uh, practice sessions was recorded. It's like, do you just record everything, everything in, in thinking that one day this is going to be like put together in a documentary? Like <laughs> I love that. And, and is it supersonic? Yeah. That, yeah. When I, just a little thing, but that on the day that Blackburn won the league in 1995, the Premier League, it's just a home yeah. video with them just going yeah. mental because United just, didn't win the league. <laughs> <laughs> why, why, why are they recording? Why are they recording? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed that as well, to be honest. Super Sonic, that was quite yeah. good. But uh, the the worst elements of the Heath Ledger documentary are the bits when it gets a bit sentimental. Like uh, they have some of his old friends on there and stuff. And it's a bit too, you know, like a bit too cloying kind of thing. You, yeah. you know, it's they have one guy on there who's a pianist. <clears throat> oh, what? Uh, <laughs> a pianist <laughs> and uh, there's a whole bit of him like being asked by Heath Ledger to write a lullaby for Heath's daughter yeah see I got to that bit and it just felt a bit too kind of maybe it was the fact that when he heard the music that he wrote for him it was like Jesus Christ I wouldn't play this to any child <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know something like the sun will rise in the morning uh, he actually played it on the documentary on the documentary he, yeah. yeah that got a bit too kind of sickly for me yeah though. yeah I know what you mean uh but other than that, though, I thought it was great. I was hoping to maybe like see Christopher Nolan on there or something like that, but yeah. he, he was absent. I mean, uh, I, guess, I guess he's not like got a huge relationship with him. He was just the director. Wasn't oh, it? but apparently they were like really good mates when oh, they filmed really? and stuff like yeah. Like Nolan was really cut up, you know, when when after oh, what happened right. and stuff yeah. like that. Okay. Yeah, and it's a yeah, uh, it must be busy. Yeah, busy off busy filming Dunkirk, blowing tanks up and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so uh, that was the main thing I watched this week. I'd give that probably like a three point five out of five. Really enjoyed it. It's just as a documentary, it just wasn't the best made documentary. If, that, yeah. you, know, if you know what I mean. The, yeah. Yeah. So, have you guys got anything you want to move on to? Um. Okay, behind the microphone again. <laughs> um. I mean, I've been watching. Uh, you've never seen it, and, and, and you'd never be interested. I'm, I'm quite aware. Okay. But um, I've been rewatching Game of Thrones, oh, like yeah. uh, in time for the the seventh season that's yeah. coming out in July. Um. It's, I, it's not my it's not I, t- I think i watched a couple of episodes and i was like oh just <clears throat> just for me i i always i one of the things i bang on about with tv series is that there's two mary char- characters and you have to follow it and game of thrones was the 
the pinnacle of too many characters that oh, you have to follow. I, I can definitely agree. I, I think we spoke before, though. Like you, you, you very much like your uh, your TV shows and stuff to be in the modern day, don't modern, you? Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Um, this is obviously not. No, um, the period kind of like not dramas, but, but like, but like, uh, yeah, the almost a bit of a fantasy kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, definitely fantasy. Not my bag. I mean, yeah. I've been I've been watching that. Uh, I've I've gotten just past the end of season one. Um, so can, can we do spoilers now? Or should we I, think, I think I think it's been it's been about six years. So come on. Yeah, when Ned gets his pumpkin chopped off. So so I've I've had uh, amazing scenes like uh, Daenerys's brothers um, getting his head melted. Oh, Viserys, I loved that. Uh, get, yeah. getting, getting his head melted with molten gold. I quite like Viserys, but he was a bit mental. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and obviously Ned got his head chopped off. Yeah, poor old um, Ned. Yeah. Like. Yeah, some amazing, but like, just sounds like a lot of heads being chopped off. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That it? Yeah. yeah. Honestly, like, it's just it's got nudity, it's got full-on sex, it's got people dying, lots of it's, gore. It's yeah, it's yeah. just it's disgusting, if I'm honest. With you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm enjoying. It. Like, I I didn't realize how much I didn't remember. Like, from the first time watching it, I've I've been watching it. I'm like, I don't remember any of it. I remember mm. the points, you know, where like like the bits I've mentioned where Viserys gets his yeah, head. like the, the big stuff. Like I, that. I remember all that, but then like all the rest of them, like this didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's surprising when you go back and rewatch stuff. Like I always found it with Dexter. I've watched Dexter a million times, but even even rewatching it again for the sixth seventh time, or whatever. Like you still you still pick out things. You go, oh, I didn't. You tie things together and it's yeah. like really enjoyable. But rewatching stuff. And Game of Thrones is a big show like that. Like you mentioned, there's so many characters and locations. You just get yeah, swamped exactly. by it. I imagine now when you're going back to series one and rewatching it, I bet a lot of it is a lot more. Makes a lot more uh, sense. A lot more sense because you know where people are now. You know what what. There's there's, there's one character in particular which um, you you love him. I I didn't remember him up until like season five. I had no memory of him being in it up until like season five. Stannis, I did not realize he was in that early on. My and, boy Stannis, yeah, yeah. Um, but like that's, that's what I mean. Like because of like I've watched so much and there's so much to keep track of. Yeah, like, I just forgot it all. Um, I mean, there's stuff coming up in like series three and four. Like Drummond Gendry at all. Like when he gets out, you'll be like, I forgot about it. He just disappears and like never comes back. Yeah. <laughs> like, I Gendry, I forgot about him. <laughs> and remember the uh, the baker boy, pie face or whatever he's called? Hot pie, that was it. So <laughs> a little fat guy going on with Arya and he could bake pies and stuff. Yeah. And he just disappears. And you're like, oh, there goes hot pie. <laughs> he never comes back. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, yeah, I've been enjoying that anyway. Apart from that, I've, I've uh, um. Orange is the New Black just released its fifth season. Yep. Uh, I've, 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 I think I'm three, four, maybe five. I don't know. Uh, I've, <laughs> uh, I've, I've watched a few episodes. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything because it's quite fresh. So I don't want anyone to hate on me. <laughs> um, but um, I, I'm really enjoying it so far. I think, I'm thinking like, because like, I think we've spoke about this, um, that um, they're doing it, um, you know, like in real time, aren't they? Um, the oh yeah, I think we spoke about this. Understand, sure on us. Basically, basically, like each episode, like if it's an hour that passes, um, it like oh okay, I get you. Yeah, if the episodes an hour long, an hour will pass. Right, you know, kind of like twenty four. Twenty four. That's what we've yeah. um, yeah. That's what they do. Then it's, they've switched up a bit. In the... Okay, I, I didn't know that, but I've watched episode one, and that kind of it seems to have, it makes sense. Like that, right. that seems to have been what yeah. has happened. So yeah, no, that makes sense. I did, one of the things like. 
pretty much for all of episode one, there's there's an alarm going off. Yeah, like yeah. I was surprised that I didn't actually get too annoyed by it, but for a good forty minutes of the hour episode or whatever, like th- th- there's an alarm going off in the background. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, someone turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't watch the show, but is this to do with the riots or something? Yeah. Uh, yeah at, the end, at, at the end of the fourth season, yeah. it's like, it kicks off essentially. And it basically takes up exactly where it, it left off, doesn't it? Are we, are we spoiling it? Uh, but I don't, I don't want to spoil anything because... Well, can we, we'll go to see the end of season four. We can, yeah, we can go can, to the end of season four. It's basically yeah. the end of season four, she's holding a gun to a guard's head. And it just does literally go on from there. And I, I, I was a little bit worried how they were going to sort of resolve that situation and whether she's just going to sort of just go bang and just sort of like that's going to be that that so over and over. But it plays out in quite a quite a funny way, really. And it sort of, but which is kind of true to Orange and New Black form yeah. that it just these serious situations are just played off as quite like comedic. Yeah, you've got really. this really like important incident going on, and this like like ripple of comedy going through yeah kind of you have the odd characters like popping in with like one-liners and sort of like yeah because <laughs> it's really good like it just follows our character and sort of i've i, I was happy with the way it's sort of like they did resolve that situation and, and then how the rest of the episode went on i really enjoyed episode one i can't wait to get into the into the rest of it really have they dumped all the episodes on in one go again yeah, yeah so yeah. they're all on there yeah there's just so much to watch at the moment. I do want to get onto that at some point, but I'm I mean, just... it's it's definitely a high, high, highly recommended show. I'd, yeah. I would recommend it to you. Yeah, I know, I know everyone raves about it and stuff. Because uh... I, I, I like Genji Cohen, the uh, the the creator of the show. Like I've I've I've, found, I've I didn't realize until like a good three seasons into Orange and New Black, but I, I've I've been a fan of her shows before. Like she 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 uh, created a show called Weeds. Oh yeah, which. I I loved that show, uh, and and I and I think I remember actually like when describing it to you, John, um, comparing the two shows. Mm. Um, like I think I think I said um, Weeds was a cross between Breaking Bad and we and uh, and Orange New, New Black, Black. Yeah. and I didn't realize at the time <laughs> it was the same creator. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm a big fan of Genji Cohen. I do definitely want to give it a try. The only issue for me is there's so much TV out at the moment. I want to watch that. <laughs> At some point, uh, Better Call Saul. At some point, the new series of House of Cards. I'm halfway through The Leftovers. There's so much quality TV that's yeah. constantly dropping on us it's at the ridiculous. moment. That it's so hard to keep up with it. I mean, that is one thing. Another thing I've watched this week. Um, Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, I've, I've finally caught up to date. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on where we're up to? I mean, I, I'm proper enjoying it. I'm, I'm loving the little transformation that's going on. Um, yeah. Because obviously, are we allowed to spoil anything? Yeah, you can spoil stuff. I know, yeah. but like, it's quite a fresh show, isn't it? I don't know if. Well, spoiler alert. Who? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's been a little transformation, like where, like, um, like obviously, um, Jimmy, Jimmy Miguel was. Mm. He was always kind of the underdog, but it's yeah. kind of taken a bit of a turn in this season, hasn't it? Where he's, uh, he's kind of got his own back on his brother, and uh, yeah. it, 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 it's kind of down in the dumps a bit. But like, he's, he's doing Saul Goodman um, kind of things now. Yeah. He's, he's, you definitely see his dark side coming through. His, his, his Saul Goodman side coming through, sort yeah. of uh, with some of the things he's doing, and he, he's being a bit more shady than. Uh, he was in the previous couple right. of seasons, so 
Like it's all starting to go through. I I have really enjoyed it in the first like a couple of seasons were really good. This season I'm a little bit more uh passive on, sort of like I'm oh, not that into it as much. I think one one of the reasons is like and it this has always been a case with uh Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad that it, it does run quite slow. Yeah, yeah. I am getting a little bit sick of the sort of like the montages of I mean of sort of mundane things. I mean at one point one of the um what's his name? Um is friendly helper. Not helper, like Friend- bald guy bald guy. Oh Mike. Mike, yeah. Mike goes off into the um into the desert and there's uh, there's a montage of him just digging about like twenty different holes. Right. He's like, trying to find this thing in the desert without <laughs> giving spoilers away. And uh <clears throat> um I was just like I really just don't want to watch it. It, ha- it happens each episode where there's just like these mundane things which happen and it's like you watch a cup of tea being made and it's like, no, oh, uh, just uh, just move it on yeah. a bit, will you? <laughs> I, I, I didn't realise I was still doing that. I mean that to me feels like a hangover a holdover from a breaking bad. Yeah. There was one scene like on in like series four or something where it was a, a montage of them cooking the meth and stuff, and it was it was set to a a really popular song like Blue Crystal or something it was called right. or something like that, and everyone just lost their minds over that scene. Like yeah. it, was, it was just basically the really boring elements of cooking meth and stuff, but it looked amazing over over this like dead popular song, and yeah. it feels like they've took that and just ran yeah, with yeah. it kind of thing. Like yeah, no, they, they they have carried on doing that a lot. I mean, this season feels a bit more nostalgia um, trippy, doesn't it? Yeah, it's the the, 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 the Insert a lot of new characters and like well not new characters old characters from yeah. Breaking Bad, um like obviously we've got uh, Gus Fring has yep. uh, made a reappearance, um in previous episodes we've had uh, um think the 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 I'm used to, um oh Hul yeah we've had Hul he, he's made a reappearance he came back he's like hey. <laughs> but like he's, he's lost loads of weight so. Oh, he's still a big guy. <laughs> but, but that's what I mean. Though, like, it's, it's as if, like, if you think of it, like, in the timeline of Better Call Saul, thing, he was obviously this quite well, not quite skinny, but he, he was. He weren't that big. Yeah. yeah okay. And then, he then he's just put on loads of weight. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys remember like the memes that were going around at the end of Breaking Bad? Because the show ends with Huel just in a, in a hotel room, <laughs> I do <laughs> peeking out the window, like, <laughs> as if he's like still there now, just afraid to leave. <laughs> Yeah, I think there's another character that can, I can't there's, think. There's a lot of characters that come back, like, but um, Vanessa is it? Um, from Breaking Bad, the one that ends up taking over the meth business. That woman. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's funny you mentioned that. Um, she she's she's made a single reappearance. Is that yeah. the one who who's played by the Scottish actress? I think so. Yeah. She, the reason she, I mention it, I, I watched a Night's Tale, but I'm not going to talk about that until next week. But that's where she's from, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, you just blow my mind. Uh, blacksmith. <laughs> yeah. I was watching. I know her from somewhere. It, it was a uh, what's she called from Breaking Bad. Uh, I'm yeah. sure it's Vanessa or something. Yeah, she went on to play her, the uh, the businesswoman who gets killed with the stevia at the end of Breaking Bad. Yeah. yeah and I was like, oh my god. Yeah. I knew I'd seen her from somewhere oh before. Like I couldn't put my finger on it. I've watched the Night's Tale recently, and I, I think I just passed it off like, oh, I know her from somewhere. But yeah, that's what yeah, it, that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's only like 23 in a Night's Tale or something like that. Right. She's dead young, like yeah. Yeah, so uh, have you got anything else you want to move on to, or uh, I don't think so. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna kick myself later because I'm um, sure there's some. Well, we've, we've mentioned the keepers. Um, oh we yeah. Didn't really go into it, but yeah. um, watched episode one of that. That's another 
one of these um, murder mystery kind of Netflix shows thing, documentaries. He's um, got it really almost, felt to me. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, it feels a bit like making a murderer. Yeah, it does to me. Like, I feel um, like that's what you're about to say. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the, not that they've stole the format or anything, but they know that they'd be interested in that kind of format. So they're trying to stick it you know, yeah. to that, to the very much that format. I, I'm happy that they've gone with that format. Um, I, I agree that they, they have kind of like ripped it off a little bit, but I mean... It's, it's it works yeah, it's hugely it, yeah. popular for making a murderer but why not go with it and yeah i i really enjoyed it i didn't i didn't i felt like oh it is in a similar vein like shot wise um to make a murderer but I, I was quite happy with the way they've done it i think it's it's really good i enjoyed watching it yeah if, even though the subject is uh not enjoyable yeah no. a bit of a dark uh, yeah just yeah. to let anyone know it's about a well you guys can probably better explain it better than i can but it's about a uh, two two nuns kind of went uh, missing. It's, it's kind it, of like in was separate. It two nuns, wasn't it? Just was it one nun and someone and then a, just a little girl, another, like a twenty-year-old girl. Right. Um, they went missing, but from the same town. Yeah, like they, they live quite close to each other. I yeah. think I think there was like, like five miles away or something. But yeah. um, like it's a twenty-eight-year-old nun and then a twenty-eight a twenty-year-old girl. Yeah, um, that just went missing. But I mean, this this happened in the fifties. Oh, I, I think is that. it that old sixties, fifty six. Um, so, but like this is the you got the uh, a lot of these characters like really getting on a bit, a bit and sort of like trying to remember back and they interview uh, the old like police uh, superintendent or chief or whatever and uh, he's he's saying like oh all my friends are sort of like well, they're gone or dead and it's like you can't really interview many more people. And yeah, so. I, I was I was watching it throughout the episode, the first one. Because it's all I've watched, um, and like every time, like they spoke to a police officer, I felt like I was like they're hiding somewhere. I feel like they're literally yeah. holding back. And then at the end of the episode, obviously, yeah. it's like um, someone basically says like, "Oh, they're, they're hiding something. Like yeah, there's been a cover round. up." Yeah, you know what I mean. So, um, like, yeah, like, I think the whole thing it's gonna come down to is like there's some kind of cover. Which again, it's like making a murderer. Um, yeah. It's on the same line as that. Episode one was definitely sort of like an introduction to characters and a little bit of the the story and sort of like just how it played out those first few few days and what like few weeks because the the two disappearances are, are separated by a, a significant time. Right. Um, so are you sure? I feel it was like two days later. I think it was a couple of weeks. I I remember like I uh, I think I rewound it and it was like a few oh, weeks really? apart and I was like oh, okay. Right. I, I I know it was like. A month before they found the bodies. Okay, uh, but that might be what I'm getting mixed up on then. I'm, I'm, I mean, you might be right, but I, <laughs> I, I thought like because I specifically remember like the family of the girl, the little twenty-eight year old, twenty-year-old girl, uh, the brother saying like, oh, I remember my mum saying like, oh, girl's gone missing. Don't, okay, you yeah, be, yeah, careful, be careful. Um, you come back safe, kind of thing. Okay, and uh, obviously, she didn't yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Maybe episode one didn't do a very good job of uh, explaining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, no, I'm interested to see where he goes after this. To be fair, though, with like making a murderer and the jinx, I did, after the first time I watched it, I felt a bit like that, where I was just lost in the details. Yeah. Of the, you know, there's so many like elements to the case that I just got. I had to watch it probably a second time to actually nail down. Yeah. Ah, right, this happened then, and that tied into this. So, might be worth giving another watch, maybe at yeah. some point. Just, uh, I'm definitely going to get onto that. Just going off from that, though, I find it interesting with documentaries. I feel almost as if with documentaries, it's like, as a as a, a, a format, a genre, 
they, they do a lot of copying each other. You know, there's, there's a lot of like what's hot at the moment with documentaries, like yeah, like making the murderer leads onto that. But also, you mentioned in there how it took from so long ago. They were interviewing is it people modern in modern day about the yeah, yeah. You know, really old now and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Have you heard of the act of killing a documentary? I've not. I hope I've got this right, but I think it's a documentary about. Uh, I might have. Oh, I think I've got this wrong. Actually, there's a documentary about like uh, this this massacre that happened about thirty or forty years ago, and they interview them in modern day, and like I said, it's weird seeing these like eighty year old people being questioned about a murder they did like forty years yeah. ago. You know, and how blasé they are about it because they don't expect anyone forty years later <laughs> to be digging I mean, this up, kind of thing. I mean, this wasn't interviewing like the murderer. This is just like, no. just the like people, oh, so it, this is just the people involved. But there's, there's a lot of people involved with this one. So there's like there's like the students, wasn't it? The students of yeah. the nun, um, because like apparently she was that beloved that like was it? I think he was sixty nine. Um, they said. I feel like it okay. was like forty odd years. It's like right. just forty odd years, and and like, um. Like they're still interested in knowing what happened because no one knows what happened. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. I just find it interesting how like that, that format gets through one uh, that we watched the Scientology. My Scientology movie. Was it? I watched. I was going to bring that up because it was going to tie in documentaries and Justin Faroo. I was going to piece that. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I watched that um, uh, a couple of weeks ago. Maybe, uh, maybe a little bit longer because I think we we have talked about it before, but I hadn't seen it at that point. Yeah. Um. I was I was going to quickly mention. Yeah, I I really loved it. I thought it was. It's one of his better ones that he's done recently. I've not really enjoyed what he's done recently, but I really thought that was a good one. Well, we had a bit of a conversation at the time. Like, I, I loved it, but for me, it just feels like it's missing, like, a big kind of... It's like he's looking for that big revelation, yeah. that big moment to, like, really hammer it home. And he just doesn't get it, does he? You know, no. uh, you feel like he's close. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it, I loved it. It's really close, but it just doesn't have that big, like, uh, you know, hammer point he's trying yeah. to get at. But that ties into what I was saying then. Like, I'm, I think it is the act of killing I'm talking about. That in that film they do a lot of recreations of okay. like what happened, and it felt to me like with my Scientology movie, I loved it. But there's a lot of that where he's getting people in the room and recreating stuff. He'll cast someone to play Tom Cruise. He'll cast someone to play yeah. David Miscavige, and it feels like he's copying that format himself. You know, trying to get at something that they were doing with that other documentary, yeah. trying the- to re- recreate those moments, and it it doesn't totally work for me in that film. No, the Jinx also does like little recreations and stuff like that. But I, they, they tie in and sort of like they really, the, the sort of put in a, not as filler, but you have you have someone talking over it. Whereas yeah. the way Louis Farouk did it was like, oh, we're going to interview this guy now, and you watch the interviews of different people, different actors, sort of like, yeah, playing the role, and I was like. I was a bit confused at what that yeah. point of the movie was because yeah, was, what, it what was, they're trying to get at kind yeah. of thing, yeah. Because it was just to do sort of like the big recreation in the room where was it was a David Miss Miscavige, Miscavige yeah, smashes that like light stream. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable seeing that. Yeah, that, that was good. The actor they cast as that, like the leader of the Scientology group, he was scary. I thought. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he really got into the uh, the headspace. <laughs> I think afterwards he just kind of went and sat down and just put his headphones on with his feet up though. It's just like all right, just chill That's out. Real weird. <laughs> And again, like you mentioned, they cast Tom Cruise at one point in that film. I don't even think they use him after that. They just show no. you them casting him and don't use him for anything. He just, he just hangs around the set for a little bit. Yeah. So a lot of that, it just felt to me like he was almost taking the ideas from like this other documentary. Mm. But I, I loved it as a whole. I thought, oh, yeah, it was, yeah. I thought it was good. I'd probably give that like four out of five, that my Scientology movie. I'd give it a little bit less. Really? Yeah. It didn't, it didn't 
I was a night impressed. I won't go back and rewatch it. I've, I've, where oh, I, whereas I have with other sort of Louis Farouk stuff. I've got to admit, I've probably watched that documentary about four times now since uh, <laughs> since it came out. Yeah. But yeah, I really enjoyed that. Uh, I think I'm pretty much done. Have you guys got anything else you want to move on to? No, uh, covered pretty much everything. Everything. Happy to move on to the main event. Just before we do that, I'll just mention one other thing. Uh, talking to Louise in work today, Bates Motel. Have you guys watched this at all? I've not. I watched the first episode uh, as one of these. I'll try. I'll try it out and see what I think. It was good, but then there's so much of us, like you were saying earlier, there's so much of us good TV. TV stuff, so I was yeah, just so like, much. I got just got swamped down in so much other stuff. I was like, and then. Maybe maybe it's not drawn me enough to sort of go back to it, whereas other shows have started where right. I've gone and watched that instead. I will come back to it in the future because I'm, I'm, Series 4 has just dropped on Netflix. Okay. Series 5 has just finished in the US, which is the final series, so I'm hoping to burn through two series in the next few weeks and I'll come back to it and talk about it then. But I think you guys would really enjoy it. You should. Uh, I know it's a prequel it a to... Uh, prequel to Psycho. To yeah. Psycho, isn't it? Um, yeah, a lot of people have told me to watch it. I've just... It's not something I've gotten round to yet. I've, yeah. There's a lot more things I'm interested in watching. Just a couple of things about it. You're a Rihanna fan. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Call me that. <laughs> She's your favourite musician. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say that by a long shot. But... She's uh, in the new series, season oh, five, yeah. And it, it's always been a prequel to Psycho, but the new series is actually basically the film of Psycho in, in, a, in a, a series of TV. You know how they do that now with Hannibal? Like Hannibal got to a point where they were just re- redoing the movies yeah, in the okay. TV show. <laughs> They're doing that with this now. They're just redoing Psycho with the final with the final season. All right, okay. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. That should be a uh, should be really good. And another thing, Inman, we always say you look like Jeremy Corbyn. There's a guy in this who you look yeah, just Louise like. Have you heard about this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all about this. You look just like the guy from uh, Bates Motel as well. So yep. you've, got, you've got two doppelgangers. <laughs> I, I prefer the one in Bates Motel than Jeremy Corbyn. Oh, really? We're, I thought you'd go for Corbyn. No, no, yeah. <laughs> the most powerful man in politics right now. So. Yeah, you did well. Yeah, so, uh, right. So I think that we've covered everything we're doing this week, yeah. Before we jump on to the... Uh, M. Night Shyamalan Masterpiece Split. Well, uh, <laughs> just got a bit of a question for you. Is that okay? Just, I, I won't, uh, it, this won't generate as much discussion as Joe's did last week. Just a bit of a question, just to get a bit of a, okay. hopefully a bit of discussion going. Yeah. M. Night Shyamalan, are you, are you familiar with him? I know him for his plot twist. That's about, that's his sort of yeah. catch, catch line for me. What a twist. That's his kind of, okay. <laughs> I've, I've seen a large chunk of his film, so. Yeah. Okay, one well, M Knight, his name. What does the M stand for? <laughs> I, I was going to ask this. <laughs> I've got four options for you. Uh, mid, Midnight, Shyamalan. <laughs> Manoj Nataliata. Manoj Nataliata, Shyamalan. Hmm? Okay. Melvin, Melvin Knight, Shyamalan. Okay. Or just Manoj Knight, Shyamalan. Four options for you. See that that second one you said. I feel like he thrown that in to make us think it's got to be that one, <laughs> right? But like Manoj Nataliata. Yeah, I feel like that's one you've thrown in, but it, I don't know. I really just want to say mid. Mid. Midnight. The thing is, it it could put totally just be like it could be that, and just trolling you, just trolling <laughs> us here. Like. What was, um, what was the third one again? The third one, Melvin. Melvin. Melvin Knight Shyamalan. I mean, I don't know if I can I can see him as a Melvin. <laughs> <laughs> Melvin 
Mel. Okay. Could he do it with shortness and Mel? Mel Knight. <laughs> Mel Knight. <laughs> Mel Knight. <laughs> I mean, the last one was just, was it man, just Manoj? Ma- Manoj Knight or Manoj Natalayata. Um, oh, shit. I'll go with the second one, Manoj Natalayata. You're going Manoj Natalayata. I'm, I'm going to yeah. go with Manoj. Manoj Knight or Manoj Natalayata. Oh, his name oh, is... Is in Natal- oh, is it, you're taking that as the knight. That's the knight. Oh, okay. One, yeah. But, but like, his name is M. Knight. M. Knight Shyamalan. So I'm going to have to go with Manoj Knight. Shyamalan. I think we get the surname wrong. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so which one are you going to go sec- with? I'll, go, I'll stay with the second one. You're staying with Manoj Nataliata Shyamalan. Yeah, and he's just shortened it to knight. Right. Okay, I'm going to give him the points this week. His right. name, Manoj Nataliata Shyamalan. I don't yeah. know where the night comes from. But <laughs> well, like, like, well, like Nat- Natalia. Yeah. Sounds Natalia like he's just night. shortened it. Like. Yeah. If you've got to short it, just go with mid. Midnight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah. Man- Let's talk about Manoj Nataliata Shyamalan's latest film, okay. uh, Split. Uh, well, well, then, you, you watched the trailer. I watched the trailer again. I'll, yeah. I'll re- review the trailer again. What did you think of the trailer? The trailer's really good. I liked yeah. it again. You mentioned which is the point in the trailer, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you want to watch it after seeing the trailer? <laughs> I did, I did, and I will get around to watching it at some point, and uh, I'll do my little re- after review, after thoughts, yeah, re- well, review. Has just been released on Blu-ray and DVD, hasn't it? Came out this week on Blu-ray, yeah. So, uh, okay, yeah, get down to H and B. You mentioned as well the trailer. Did it mention a bit of commentary from Shyamalan? Yeah, so IMDb had like a. IMDb exclusive where M. Night, I won't try and repeat his name, <laughs> Shyamalan, did like a little um, commentary over it, which was quite interesting. He said at one point he wanted to be a therapist. I oh, did he? Yeah, did he? apparently yeah. so. Yeah. I was like, ooh, ooh. okay. <laughs> interesting. Mm. So I was like, with his twist and all that, I was like... Yeah, well, there's a therapist in the film, so... Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. So, should I no, read... He actually works with the therapist, he does, he does. Film, he yeah. does. <laughs> should, should I read the synopsis Oh, out sorry. Yep, sorry. Yeah. We, need, we need Joe back. I'll read the synopsis out. So Go for it. Okay, so three girls are kidnapped by a man with a diagnosed 23 distinct personalities. They must try to escape before the apparent emergence of a frightful new 24th. And that's the synopsis. That's the, uh... um, so so basically, this, the, um, James McAvoy, who is amazing um is 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 a man who um called kevin that um that has 23 different personalities kevin dennis well (laughs) kevin's the original kevin is the he is the the body he was born kevin um and obviously he's got uh, see i don't know if the 23 personalities includes kevin or not i assume it does yeah i'm guessing so and there's a 24th well, way as well, yeah. Like you said, though, there's, there's Dennis, there's <laughs> Patricia, there's um, Hedwig, Hedwig, and then they've they've got Barry and and all these Imagine other ones. They're the they're the main ones that come across in the trailer. So they they the main ones in the film. Well, in the film, like you, you 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 I think you see a bit of you see a bit of the other ones, but Dennis, Patricia, and Hedwig are the ones that you see. Oh, yeah. Twenty three seems to be a lot of ground to cover. <laughs> like, yeah. you don't see all twenty three. I think you no. see like for a couple of seconds, you maybe see maybe seven of them in total. I think so. Yeah. Okay. He's got a habit of doing the Shyamalan. He'll tease you with something like, "Oh, there's fifty different versions of this," but you only see five of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, just give you a bit of a quote as well. You might have heard it from the trailer. 
But Nick mentioned Hedwig there, which is like, is he an eight-year-old boy or ten-year-old nine, boy? Nine, or nine. Oh, nine. <laughs> <laughs> Playing a nine-year-old boy. And he's, explained, he's the one who, like, almost tells the girls what's going to happen. Yeah. And when he's uh, telling them about the beast that's coming, it's like, he's on the move. <laughs> <laughs> the, one of the other quotes from him is, uh, the beast has done bad things to other people and he will do bad things to you. And yeah. he makes his face afterwards with like, like really wide mouth yeah. and eyes are beaming. It's like, ah! <laughs> yeah. It's like, I found it really, I found it almost funny. I don't know if it's he, 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 No, he, he, he was really the comic relief in this film. Right, okay. He really was like, is there this one bit, uh, we're all right to spoil it, aren't we? Oh, so yeah, just a warning. There will be spoilers in this, so. Are we okay yeah. with this? Yeah, yeah, okay yeah, with that's that fine, yeah. yeah. Um, this one bit, um, where basically like, this Hedwig kind of this kind of a bit of a relationship between one of the captured girls and him. So um he asked her if he can kiss her and and, and he like so yeah sure. <laughs> <laughs> well it's it's not just like that. It's just, I think she's scared obviously she's just trying to like um get out him kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. And um uh, and she gets yeah, and um, and and, and he, he gets all nervous, and he's like, "Oof, oof, never done this before," kind of thing. <laughs> and then he just kind of places his face on her face, okay. and then um, afterwards he goes, you "Might be pregnant now." <laughs> <laughs> but they, everyone in the cinema when we went to see it was just Rocking in stitches. Yeah. Honestly, there's a few bits as well. I think like when he first introduced him, he's like, "Hi, I'm Hedwig. I have red socks." <laughs> That's the thing. Like Inman mentioned before about how was it Orange is the New Black? It's got like serious stuff going on with this undercurrent of comedy yeah yeah and that Shyamalan always does stuff like this like it'll be a really dark dramatic scene and then Hedwig will just say like your hair smells like strawberries <laughs> <laughs> and there's that one scene when he does a dance to Kanye yeah remember he, that he put Kanye on on his okay. ra- on his um, CD player and he's doing this amazing <laughs> dancing so, so <laughs> anyone listening I was just trying to recreate it yeah. a bit but <laughs> it is really good uh yeah, and he's got a few other. Got another personality. Uh, is it Eric or Dennis? The one with the glasses uh, Den- on. D- Dennis is the uh, the man, the 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 perverted. He's man. basically a, plays a pervert. It's one of his characters. Okay. And keep in mind, he's got three like teenage girls locked in this basement. Yeah. And uh, there were bits when he goes in and just deliberately gets the jumper messy to be like, "Oh, you've got to take that off now. I've got to wash that jumper. Take it off." <laughs> and they're like, oh. so, so, "So by the end of it, you have like three girls who are basically like in the bras and the knickers." Yeah. And just yeah, just. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was it. Once there's one bit where she's, she's got a jumper on. It's like, "Come on, take it off. Got to get that, get that in the wash." <laughs> then she's got a white t-shirt on. It's like, "No, no, come on, take that. Off. <laughs> <laughs> That's, it's filthy. Take it off." <laughs> and the, the other girl is like, "Right, you've got your skirt dirty. Take it off. Come on." <laughs> yeah it's good the again women spoiler territory here but the main thrust of this film is that it's essentially the origin story of a comic book villain without you knowing that's what it is isn't it? yeah that's basically what you're watching right you think it's like a horror thriller or something but it all all goes back to unbreakable which i don't think you've seen him you've seen it nick haven't you unbreakable bruce willis is like a real life superhero in that film and he discovers his powers as the film goes on. Yep. And by the end of it, it's kind of like, it's unbreakable, basically. It's like a real-life superhero living in the real world. Okay. The end of this film, after you've gone through what McAvoy does in the film, the end. Of, the film ends in a diner in Philadelphia with James McAvoy's exploits being told on a news story in the, on a TV. And the camera pan is over, and it's Bruce Willis right. from Unbreakable. <laughs> as if to say, like, right, I've got to go and catch this maniac now kind of thing. 
So okay. it ties it in with Unbreakable and like they've confirmed <laughs> the next film, Unbreakable 3, will be Bruce Willis trying to catch James McAvoy. So, so, oh, some girl wow. actually uh, says, doesn't she, in that scene, like, like, oh, it's just like that um, character 15 years That's ago. Bit, yeah. um, oh, what was his name? And then Bruce Willis comes up and goes, Glassman, <laughs> Mr. Glass. Oh, that's it, Mr. Glass. <laughs> uh, Mr. Glass, by the way, is uh, played by Samuel Jackson in Unbreakable. So, yeah. worth, but definitely worth giving a go. Yeah. I, I love Unbreakable. It's a five out of five film for me. Oh really? Uh, so when when that ending happened in the film, I was like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I love in the film already, but then that does yeah. blew yeah. your stock off. And we, we've discussed this before, but it's one of them twists that Shyamalan does a lot. It like it recontextualizes the whole film you just watched. At the very end of the film, you realise, shit, yeah. it wasn't a horror thriller. I've just been watching a comic book film. It's got a tie-in with Unbreakable. Yeah. I just love that. And the fact that none of the marketing showed anything to do with this. It's refreshing to see a film that, like, any any other franchise would be like, yeah, we're Unbreakable too. They'd want people to know what it is. Yeah. Whereas this, like, don't tell people that. They'll find out when they watch it. Do you know what I mean? It's just yeah. refreshing not to be that yeah. cynical. Yeah. To be, They didn't market it as Unbreakable 2. It was just its own thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's a nice little twist at the end. That, oh, shit, it's Unbreakable. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah. I've not got much, too much else, to be honest with you. Have you got anything more you want to... Uh, no. Um... What, what I was going to say is, like, from the limited sort of, like, viewing of what I've seen on the trailer, it's like James McAvoy, the difference the way he portrays each character is just seems amazing the way yeah. he, the way he does it and really commits to each character oh he really like, does like and um when he's doing it as well like throughout most of the film like he'll go around a corner and then come back and he's a different character kind of mm. thing yeah. but like at some point he's, he's switching right there in front of you and you're like wow like he's yeah. literally just going from one character to the next just right in front of my eyes yeah there's one bit at the end where he's talking in the, talking to himself in the mirror and you're all seeing him you're seeing his reflection in the mirror when the camera will pan from one to the other. And it's like two different people having a conversation. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so weird kind of thing. Such a good performance. Uh, just on that as well, I mentioned the Unbreakable tie-in. Once you know that and you go back and watch it again, there are so many little clues that, that point you towards that. Uh, I'm not sure. It, this won't make much sense if you haven't watched Unbreakable. But do you remember at the start of that film where he's on a train and he's like flirting with a woman in the train seat next to him? And the way it's filmed, the cameras in the, the che- in the seats are in front of them. And you know the gap between the headrest yeah. of the seat. The cameras panning back left and right, okay. showing each person talking, as if like you're in that seat, just kind of like sneakily yeah, watching yeah. them talk. And they do that in this film at the start when he gets into the car with the three girls in. The camera pans from the, between the car seats, yeah. showing him in the back. If you remember, like he comes up behind the car and yeah, attacks yeah, the yeah. father. And the camera pans and shows you that, pans back to the girls talking, gossiping about garbage. Yeah, yeah. And right behind them, you know, you've, you've got McAvoy like <laughs> killing the father, basically. <laughs> and I'd, knowing that and watching it again, I just find it really interesting. It's dropped all these little visual clues in there yeah. that if, you, if you're on board and switched on, you can be like, yeah, shit, it's Unbreakable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's making yeah. the same film. Yeah. That's cool. And like there's loads of little music cues that call back to Unbreakable that I only got the second time watching. I was like, shit, yeah, he's literally laying it out for you that it's Unbreakable kind of thing. And. You just don't get it. He said in his little commentary, sort of like, um, he was really happy with, with the music that was chosen. So I don't know how much influence he had over that, but I'm guessing if it ties into oh, like okay. his unbreakable film, then sort of like, then he must have had influence over that. But you're saying like he was really happy with the music yeah. choice. There was definitely a few cues in there yeah. that sound just like the unbreakable okay. theme kind of thing. So yeah. he must have uh, must have planned that, I think. Uh, yeah. Th- oh, there's one, one, one of the final bit in it. The, the main female character, Anya Taylor-Joy. I get the feeling as well, after watching it for a second time, 
they were almost setting her character up to be like a sidekick for Bruce Willis see, or something. See, I thought that. I, yeah. I, I feel like she's going to be some character. Yeah. I, I've asked her to bring Jim McAvoy down a peg or two in yeah. Unbreakable 3 or something like that. Yeah, she could either be a villain or she could be like you know I mean? uh, yeah. a sidekick for Bruce yeah. Willis or something. But, um, like she, in the film as well, she's got this backstory which... Oh, I've got to mention this. Um, yeah, the... Actually, the, she's got an uncle, and uh, her uncle's. Um, do you know that big gay? Um, um, big, pri- pri- big gay Al. Big big gay <laughs> prison guard in uh, in in Orange is the New Black. Yeah, the one with the beard. Yeah, um, he's 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 her uncle in there. All right. Um, okay. um, but like, he, he plays a slightly different character in this. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, I I almost don't want to spoil this bit because of like how, how much how dark it is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if we should. You don't have to. Uh, I'm, I'm I, I might leave this one for okay, you to okay. be. I, I, I want to know your reaction to this one. Yeah. Like when actually, see... it does play into the end of the film. So yeah, it let, does. Yeah. Leave that. Yeah. You can uh, once you've watched it, you can let us yeah. know what you think. Yeah. But was, she, she's was great in it. The female character is that the. One of the kids, the main kind of female, main, kid, yeah. Like, yeah. He was, he was saying also on the trailer commentary, sort of like how impressed he was with her. It sounds like he really had like a, a shine to like that. She, he was really happy with her playing the character because he was saying sort of like she's, she's almost like timeless, sort of like the faces she was making. She really showed the emotion and sort of yeah, like yeah. really came across. And he was, it, uh, it cut to her and he was like right there that that emotion. He was kind of like really sort of enthusiastic about like oh, the way cool. she played that role and stuff. Yeah. She is great. I mean, uh, the only other thing I've seen when I think was uh, The Witch. You know, the... The Vivitch. Uh, the v- okay. Vivitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, she was the main, like, the, the main witch in that. Uh, oh, that's a spoiler. Uh, <laughs> the main girl. In that. <laughs> yeah, she was the main girl in that. Uh, and she was amazing in that as well, to be mm-hmm. honest. Uh, she's also in a film called Morgan, which I've got on Blue. I've not watched yet. Another horror Morgan. film. Morgan. She's like a test subject being kept in a cell or something, but I've not watched it yet. So I've not seen that yet. I wanted to watch that then. It's not meant to be amazing, but uh, I just want to watch it just to see what she's like in it. Really, cool. yeah. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if, like you said, like she's in the next film where she teams up with Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah. and that apparently is Shyamalan's next film. Yeah. It's moving on to so definitely looking forward do we, to do that. We, do we know a time scale for when that's coming out? Or? I imagine next year or two. Really, he's churning them out quite quickly at the moment. Yeah. The visit was the last one, which I really liked. Everybody else hated, but I, I quite liked it. Yeah. Again, I think Shyamalan's films are funny, and people don't don't get it. People think they've got to be like these horror thrillers, and he does put loads of comedy in there. Wait, the visit. Which one was that? That was where the, a couple of kids go to visit the, the, the grandparents. Uh, uh-huh. And it turns out to be not the grandparents. Yeah, <laughs> another spoiler. <laughs> it, was, it was actually quite an interesting film. Though. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, are we are we done? With I think this? so. Yeah. yeah. Want to give Shyamalan a big thumbs up? I'm a big fan. I love all his stuff. But are, are we rating this film then? Out of five. Out of five. Yeah, I'll, I'll, shall I go first? Oh, I was asking. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll go first. Yep. Yeah. I've got to admit, I, I love it. I love this film and. Again, it's one of them films that you can go into, but if you're not on board with the humour, the goofiness of it, you're going to think it's garbage and just laugh at it. But I just think it works perfectly. I love the humour. I think it's quite creepy at times. 4.5 out of 5. Yeah. Inman, how, how would you rate the trailer? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, even in the trailer, it came across like how good the performances were, especially from James McAvoy. And sort of like, it, it's a film, like, I, it seems like a really, really good film. I'll, I'll definitely want to watch and I will at one point. Um, f- high, f- high, 
Three's nearly pushing a four. Right, or three point five then, yeah, for you say. Yeah, a bit bit further than that. A bit yeah. further. Three point seven five. Yeah, I can go with that. <laughs> That's quite a high trailer rating for you. That we'll have to do a list of your trailer ratings. <laughs> <laughs> Put them in order. <laughs> okay, I mean, I, I loved it. I thought James McAvoy was amazing in it. Um, brilliant film, to be honest. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm probably just going to give it a four though. No, it's cool. Yeah, four out of five. I was on the fence with it, thinking four or four point five, but I just thought go through it a little bit, you know, just bump it up four point five. But yes, you're going four. I'm yeah, going for a four. Yeah, great, strong film. Yeah, 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 it is a really good film, though, isn't it? Um, yeah, I, like I don't think there was not one person laughing when we were in the cinema, like at the bits. At the bits and, you're not meant to laugh. At, I, like, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Um, I feel, I feel like everyone loved it as well. Like I got a great feeling that everyone in the cinema was enjoying the film. Like, yeah, so yeah, it's a great film. Just a couple of recommendations for you guys. I'd love to hear what you guys think of like Lady in the Water and say After Earth. Everyone hates them two films. I love Lady in the Water. I think it's like a, a great idea for a film. After Earth, I I really like it, but everyone hates it. <laughs> See, <laughs> not as good as Lady in the Water, but I still I still like. I've it. never seen Lady in the Water. Uh, I'm assuming it's an M Night film. Midnight Shyamalan film, yeah. <laughs> I've seen I've seen After Earth though. That was that that was the one with uh, Will Smith and and, uh, and Jaden. Yeah, Wait. Baby Smith. Yeah. I was I was wondering whether I was getting mixed up with films though, because that is that one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Isn't that where like. This might be a spoiler, but they have to be not scared. Yeah, that... that's the one. Right, yeah. okay. If they show fear, the monsters will, uh, will yeah. recognise it, yeah. I think I've, I, that just didn't draw me into it at all. Like, that <laughs> right. whole kind of... So, you have it, seen like, a no. Shyamalan film, then? Oh, you've watched it? No, I've not oh, watched it. Oh, no, have no, you no. not? Okay. Sorry. No, I've not, I've not seen it, but I was like, no, nah, I don't want to see this film. Okay. Really. <laughs> Might, You've got might, to be completely be emotionless to like not attract the monsters. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, a, sounds a great film. <laughs> it's watching two characters with no emotion. <laughs> but I actually quite like it. Like it's okay. a, it's weird, isn't it? It's a weird little film. Yeah, but, yeah. And we mentioned earlier about Cheyenne Man sets up things where there's like 50 options and you only use two of them. In that, they have a weapon called a cutlass. Do you remember that at all? And they're like, we've got 30 different configurations for this cutlass. We only see three of them. <laughs> it's like sword, gun, and bow or something. <laughs> it's like, I want to see the other 27. Just like, the main three. That'll yeah, do. what else can you do with this? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind hearing what you guys think about Lady in the Water maybe one time. You know, I'll have to were, give it a what. Maybe we can have it as a film of the week one time. If yeah, not maybe, got yeah. It is, it'll be quite divisive, but I just love Shyamalan. I think he's got some great ideas. So, yeah. Fantastic. So that, that's the film wrapped up. Uh, have we got anything more we need to go on to? Or? Uh, have you got ideas for a film next week? Or? Not, to be honest. Uh, just to mention, we were going to do The Mummy this week, weren't we? We were, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it came to it last night at five o'clock and we were, we were just knackered, finished the work, work, end of the week. We were like, oh, I can't face yeah, trekking yeah. to Westbrook, watching a film and getting back again <laughs> kind it, of thing. Yeah. And like, we usually like having a few beers when we go to the cinema, don't we, as well? So uh, when you're not really up for it kind of thing, yeah. it's like, oh, you know. Weren't feeling yesterday, I was so tired. And it probably didn't help that the mummy reviews have all been absolutely garbage. Bob. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> another thing. Like, yeah. we went, we went to obviously watch Wonder Woman the week before. Like, that was being raved about. So I was like, yeah, I'm proper up for this. Yeah, well up for it. Mummy's just getting slammed, isn't it? So yeah, <laughs> what I did, I went home, went to bed quite early, early night, and put the Night's Tale on. and watched that. So I'll talk about that next week. Uh, I need to give it a rewatch to catch all the bits I missed. Is there any, <laughs> is there any new films coming out uh, this week in the cinema? 
There is something, but I can't think now what it is. Transformers is next week, I think. Yeah. Oh, God. Not, not a fan, though. No. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I feel like one of these times we should give, we should do a review on the film that everyone hates. I, I, I want to I do a review on a film that yeah. everyone's just slamming. Like, this is awful. <laughs> well, that, that's kind of why I brought up Lady in the Water. I'd love to hear you go, your guys' take on Lady in the Water. You could absolutely hate it, to be honest, or you yeah. could love it. You know, yeah. it's one of them films that... But I agree. I think we could, could do more, more films like that that could go either way. Yeah, you know, yeah. uh, generate some discussion. Generally, sort of like all agreed on how a, how a film has gone, haven't we? So uh, far, uh, pretty much. Jesse James was a bit of a I mean, yeah. one. I think that was. But we all ended up giving it a pretty similar rating. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesse James! Oh no, me and you were, were like four point five and five. I think. Yeah. I think Joe was like two or yeah. something for that. No, I think Joe even still gave it like a. Three and a half. Maybe. Did he? I don't what know. What film was it? Maybe, oh, Josh didn't like it. Maybe it was Josh yeah, who put that one down. I, yeah. I loved it. I, yeah. So. Yes, yeah, so, where uh, Warcraft was a bit divisive. Yeah, it you was. You guys love Warcraft. Yeah. yeah. So but, like, like, it might be worth, like, see if we did, like, Transformers, though. I feel like everyone would be like, yeah, I'm not even rating this, guys. <laughs> not so, worth a rating. Transformers 1, I really like. And I'm with you on that. I'm, I'm really happy I'm with that. I'm with the first one, yeah. Two... I just can't even remember. I don't think I've rewatched it. Three, I went to see it in the cinema and I really wanted to walk out. Yeah. <laughs> um, it would be half as long as it didn't, if it didn't use so much slow-mo. Well, this is my whole point. Like, I mean, I think Joe's always like taking the mickey about why I like the, tur- the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles films. For me, they like Transformers, but half as long, for like yeah. 90 minutes or something. You know, it's like, for me, Transformers would be good. Just make it 90 minutes. Don't make yeah. it three hours long or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to drag it out that much, you know, <laughs> just... just Cut it down, get rid of all that slow mo. You'd have half the film, yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? The fifth one that's coming out now. Fifth one. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, the last night. <laughs> the last M nights. <laughs> yeah, so I think we'll probably give that one a miss. But uh, yeah. how about this then? For the film next week, we'll announce on Twitter on Monday what it is. We'll have a chat. I am, the le- film. I am legend. <laughs> that's a good idea we've know. been meaning to do it for this a long, is, long time this, this has you know been what? on the I'm throwing it out there this well, has been on the cards for a while you want to hear the one next week so do you want to do it when you're away or? I mean I've, I'm fine with that you I'm okay with that? with that yeah. should we just call it then I am legend I am legend let's do it <laughs> let's lock it in I am legend for next week Will Smith got after earth connections <laughs> Joe, Joe and John are listening to us going no <laughs> <laughs> yeah Joe can't make it next week <laughs> <laughs> yes we're We've just decided next there week. We tune in for I Am Legend. Uh, in the meantime, you can hit up our Twitters. Mine is uh, at Taylor1980. Uh, Rubik's Football. At DSTE Nick. And, and the main podcast is <coughs> DSTE Podcast. And what's the Instagram? DSTE Podcast 4. Great. Because, nice we, one. <laughs> because we couldn't get the main one. Yeah. We've got no Jono for this. For <laughs> <laughs> Missing Joe and Jono at the moment. <laughs> well, ho- hopefully. Um, I, to be fair, like, if, if you two are both there next week, and John, you, you'll have almost a full, uh, full yeah, we'll be back up crew there. We should have a full four four. next week. Yeah. But the week after, hopefully, we'll have a full crew then. Full complement. Um, yeah, back to usual, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, sounds good. So I uh, hope you've enjoyed this. Is this our first three-man pod? Oh, no, we, we did one with Joe, didn't we? Yeah, me, you, and Joe did a, a three. And we, we, we gave him a call. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, so I hope you've enjoyed the three-man pod. Uh, that's all from me, uh, Taylor. Right. Yeah. yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks very much. Cheers. See you, see you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Who was that? Oh, I said Taylor at the end. That was Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Taylor? <laughs>